Welcome to episode one of our new season of the Wannabe Pundits podcast. How are we going, boys? Good, mate. Great. Lovely, thank you. Awesome. How's lockdown treating everyone? What's lockdown? The the trims are the trims are turning dead, but we move. Right. So I'm down for one next week. Since our last episode, there's usually was it three of us that are in lockdown. Now we've had a fourth member join, Dylan. How's the lockdown going in Victoria again for the twelfth time? Uh, really well, mate. Yeah, having a fantastic time at home. Calm as a bitch. <laughs> you mean calmer? I've done it more than you. <laughs> <laughs> Were you actually involved in most of those lockdowns? Because weren't you in Queensland at the time? Or how many Melbourne I've, lockdowns have you been a part of? I've lived in Melbourne for six months and I've been in three lockdowns. Oh, wow. Goodness, he's got his beat there. Yeah, he does. Can't you get an exemption in Melbourne if you've got a das auto? No, you don't. I he literally is. moved here in January, and by March I had a week lockdown. Yeah, it was no bueno. So the rules in Victoria are the same with if you're driving, say to work, and you get pulled over by the police, you have to prove where you're going, and it's as if it's essential. Is it the same? Do you know? I haven't come across it, to be honest. I think, I think for the most part, it's very similar to New South Wales in that if you have a valid reason to leave, and I think it, it stems from like that, that list of five reasons to leave the house. Yeah. As long so, as you can prove that one of those is true, then I think you're fine. I think they might be slightly different at the moment because obviously you're going into a five-day lockdown that's obviously a very strict one, which is kind of what we should have done at the start rather than, yeah. Smaller lockdowns, drag them on, drag them on, drag them on. So, yeah, they're quite similar. Moving on to that, we're here today to talk about uh, pre-season and transfer rumours and transfers that have obviously gone through. Has there been anything that's caught your eyes your, your eyes at the moment, guys, with pre-season? Well, oh, that's a terrific start to the pre-season campaign. <laughs> <laughs> So I got my words muttered up there. I'm just so excited to be back, you know, for season two. <laughs> Another long season, Matt. This isn't this, this isn't the Bash Arsenal podcast. Well, since we, a little bit, he just lost. Well, that's yeah. the only pre-season well, stuff I've seen. To be fair, yeah. Since like we I, brought it up, should we just get it up and over and done with? Just for Matt's sake, what do you reckon? You've got a two-one loss to Hibs and a two-two draw. Yep. Like early days, pre-season doesn't yep. really mean much. It's just yep. getting minutes and in, in the legs. Well, you've, you know what? You've answered your question there perfectly. That's what my response would have been. So we can move on. If I've got a counter, counter, a counter comment. Obviously, yeah, it doesn't true. mean anything other than fitness. But does it worry, not worry you, but is it a bit alarming to the fact that when you look at Arsenal's squad, I think I could be wrong, but 75, 80% of your squad are fit and fully available for the start of preseason. And a lot of them did feature in those games. You'd think, I know you don't judge them off that, but you should be probably doing better with the the teams you put out there or do you disagree with that? No, well, you're obviously, I'm not sure what mentality they're going out there with, but to me, it doesn't matter who's playing. I've seen it before with, like better Arsenal teams where they've played full strength sides in those Emirates Cup games. I don't know if you remember them. I don't think they're doing them at the moment because of COVID. But we'd have like rubbish teams come to the Emirates playing our full strength team and beat us just because mentality is go out there and get fit. 
So, like, it doesn't matter what the score is. We could be down 3-0. You can take your three best players off to put on some 18-year-olds. Do you know what I mean? You know you're only going to play 45 minutes. You know that you're out of position. Like, even though we had our starting lineup yesterday, we had probably four or five starters. Three of them weren't starting in positions that they would start in. They're just getting put in positions to cover spots that we need at the moment. Um, he still has three or four players starting that have confirmed they're not going to be there. He's confirmed and they've confirmed that they are leaving. So that's the only thing I find concerning is why are we playing these players instead of, I'd rather put in a 17-year-old kid out of the academy I've never heard of than be playing Bellerin because he's 100% leaving. That makes sense. That's the only thing I take concerning out of him. But... Yeah. I don't know if you've heard the rumours about the um, Arsenal lineup the other day. So there was actually rumours that instead of 11 players, there was actually 12. And people thought, well, how's there 12 players on the field? But they actually found out William's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and just on that, congratulations. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, repeat that. Oh, my God. Ah. <laughs> uh... I knew that was a joke, but that's fine. That's all good. He's another one that's confirmed to be leaving. It's just that um, I don't know why he's still starting when you've got other players that obviously need minutes. That He cost a lot of young players time last year, but yeah. I can't lie, though. Eden Hazard rocked up to preseason probably about 90% of his career at Chelsea with that big gut as well, so it did bother me. Luke, yeah, well, well, I don't know if these players, like, they, they go through strict training and diet for nine months. Once they're on holidays for a month, do you think they balloon out and then they can easily just drop it? Or do you think that he doesn't really give it, like, a, a shit? No, I the jersey was too small. Sorry? Well, the jersey was too small. Yeah, and maybe. Too much time he's, always had, he's always been a little bit tubby, William, to be fair. But, he? Well, he was in Miami in Florida for a month during um, the holiday period. So, obviously, there was some good... Good tucker there that he might have been hoeing into. It actually looks like he's been into the Indian food a little bit. He's got that little pot belly on him. Yeah, it can do that to you. <laughs> One or two many Hindus. can do that to you. But going back to your question about it, I'm not bothered if we lose 10-0. Like, we saw over the weekend that Arsenal, Arsenal drew two all with Rangers. However, Spurs lost uh, drew to Leighton Orient. Uh, PSG lost to a fourth division French team. Bayern Munich lost to a third division um, German team with first team players playing, but no one mentions them. I saw Bayern's lineup. Fine. I saw Bayern's lineup last night or the night before, and it was not a first team. No, no, but it still had first team players involved in it. Mm, a lot of youngsters, but yeah. Apparently. Same with Tottenham. Tottenham had, I think, four or five starting players with a mix of young players that play cup games. They drew to Leighton Orient. No one mentions them. That's fine. That's all good. I don't care if we lose. It's just all about fitness. And if we get the transfers done that we're rumoured to be in, we'll go into that later, then it really doesn't matter. You're, you are versing Chelsea in a couple of weeks, so you'll get your first W there. Don't, don't worry about that. Yeah. Well, we're fine with those fixtures. Whatever team is playing well usually loses those. Like the season, you got 10th. You did the double over us. We got 8th last year. We did the double over you and you won the Champions League. So it's funny how that works. But yeah. Yeah. What else has been happening with preseason? I know a lot of your games haven't actually played yet. I know United plays tonight. Um, what are you hoping to see out of these games? Results or more? Would you rather get results with your first team playing or would you rather not get the result but see a lot of young players play well? It's, it's, it's like a um, the game, that, the like the lineup that's come out tonight for United is almost like a, 
a cameo session for some players to see, for other clubs to see who would be interested in learning them almost because there's a lot of youngsters in there. There's barely any like first team starters. They're probably all still on holiday. So yeah. honestly tonight, like like you said, Matt, like if you lose, you lose. Like it's a preseason game. So it's a good chance to see maybe some younger players that can potentially stay in the the first team and then others that are going to go out on loan. So I'm not really expecting anything tonight, but you know, if we win, we win. Yeah. That's a good point. I heard um, a pundit talk about this other day that a lot of the time preseason now isn't just for fitness. It's almost as a sort of resume or an interview for younger players that they want to send out on loan. So you see them playing well in a team like United and then it obviously attracts them to other clubs to take them out on loan. So that's a good point. Chelsea played Peterborough behind doors. Is that correct? Indeed. That is correct. Yep. Uh, was that? Could you say the highlights of that, or is it one of those weird games where they sort nah, of just don't show anything? Uh, just heaps of photos, no, uh, no footage. Yeah. What have you heard coming out of that? Any young players coming through that are exciting you, or do you need to spend another four hundred million? I know, Bryce. I think it's weird with Chelsea because when we come back into preseason, we've got about a hundred players back. <laughs> <laughs> Set up about four squads, play a yeah. fucking tournament. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. So it's hard. But it's sort of exciting because players come back and I guess it's another chance for them. Um, but there's a few interesting ones. I think um, that Broha is obviously a big one, this young striker who I think will stay. And also Malang Saar as well because I think there's rumours that he's going to be staying in the first team squad, which will be interesting. I but, think he should. I think I'll be disappointed if he doesn't stay. Yeah, left-footed sandbacks are hard to come by at the moment. So, yeah. Um, but no, I think so I think Tammy got two. Did Tammy get two? No, Tammy got one. Ziek got, got one. Yeah, Broha got one, and Pulisic got the other one. So yeah, pretty good. Who's good Bro? to see him. Young eighteen-year-old academy academy striker. Academy. He's, He's from um uh, Albania. Is it Albania or? I think so. Albania. He's Albania. He was on loan at Vitesse last season. Yeah. Who of um, that core group of players from four or five years ago that you constantly kept loaning out? Yeah, you know, Lucas Pearsons and your Van Ginkles or Hinkles, how do you pronounce it? Are they <laughs> oh, still Lucas around? Pearsons gone. Matt Miazga. Kennedy. Are they still around or are they are they gone now? Pearson left. Yep. Victor Moses left. Yep. Um, Miazga is still there. Yeah, what about Miazga, Kennedy? Barbara Rudman. Brazilian bloke. And Kennedy. I think, I, I think Kennedy's contract ran out. I could be wrong. Right. Yeah. Masonda. He reminds me, yeah. those players... Oh, is Masonda back? Yeah, he's yeah. back. <laughs> no way. Charlie Masonda. <laughs> yeah. He was hyped a few years ago. He was a big thing. You never know. Yeah. It reminds me on FIFA when you sign a, with a career, on career mode and you just have four or five players that you don't touch, you can't sell, you can't loan, and they just sit yeah. in your reserves. So just and you there. try and put them in um, swap deals with players, but they're just like, nah, no thanks. So they just sit <laughs> there, right? That's yeah. what it's yeah. like. I'm gonna... Sorry, continue. Yeah, no, I was just saying, hey, you've got a lot of dead wood, but obviously, I don't know. I, I, why are you loaning them out still? Do you think that no team wants them on a permanent deal or are you just happy to keep recycling them and hopefully maybe something comes good? Loan fees. Uh, I think it's loan, loan fees, fees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The stubbornness yep. of Marina Granovskaya, I think stub. I think she's stubborn. She won't undersell no matter what. It doesn't even matter if they want yep. to get She won't undersell. And that's a good thing because if you were struggling for cash or had a shit owner, um, you would have to somewhat sell those players for less than they're worth. But you don't have to because mm. you know that you've got the, the coin there if you need. 
No, that is fair. Just, just last thing on, on Chelsea's squad and um, interesting things to look out for this season. I think Bryson can agree here that another big player has thought, thought about that I'm confident will be in the first team squad. Oliver Giroud, are we? No. I big know exactly who he's going to say. Yes. It's Ruben Ruben. Lots of peak season, baby. Who? I know that is. Well, Mr. Finally. We're all for Finally. It. It's happening. Who? Ruben Lost. Ruben, mate. Oh. No. Now I feel <laughs> lost his cheek, man. Still, <laughs> <laughs> he's only twenty-five. You're broken league winner. I feel really sorry for this player because he he he's he lost his cheek like the Jesse Lingard of Chelsea. Yes, <laughs> he kind of exactly is. the same. <laughs> the prodigal son. Who would you rather though? That was that was my next see? question. Who would you rather? <laughs> oh, I think I mean, lost his cheek's been so unlucky. He's been so unlucky. Don't even get me started. A fucking friendly against some random fucking team before the Europa League final. Jeez. America, yeah. Uh, Both on loan to a London anyway. club. I'm telling you now, before that game, he was like our best midfielder. He this played every game. He was starting. He was, he was playing every game. Midfielder. Done his Achilles out for what, nine, ten months. And then mm-hmm. he got loaned out. I think Fulham was the wrong loan. He didn't... Like, I think there was an interview with... I can't remember who the interview was with. I think... Alex Goldberg did it with, um, you know, Robinson, the left back, the American boy. Yeah. yeah, he was saying how, like, the coach, like Scott Parker and his Barnett would just literally shove him <laughs> in, like, five or six different positions. Every single week, it'd be a different, like, sort of, like, um, instructions from the manager. And he just, he just put his head down and did it. But he said he needs to be in a team with more possession. Yeah, so, 100%. Yeah. And that's I what he was he'll in. Stay. He'll stay. And that's what he was in. He'll stay. I think he will. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Also, off the, off we'll the European champions. Dylan, any any news on Liverpool's preseason? Have they played a game? Do they have games scheduled or are you unsure? Yeah, we've got like four half... Uh, what are they? They're half an hour sort of little friendly hit-outs against some teams in Austria. And also... Really? <laughs> half an hour hit-outs? Yeah, we've got a, what a, we've got a preseason in Austria. And oh, yeah. Jürgen Klopp's arranged... Um, a couple of games against uh, what's the Austrian league called? I can't remember. The Pro League, is it? Something Farmers. Um, so <laughs> a couple of them. Then we're playing his old club, Mines, in just like these little half-hour hitouts. Um, but yeah, it's, it's weird. Maybe it's just to reduce the potential for injury or something. But yeah, um, some of our young players have looked pretty slick. Liverpool do a lot of social media stuff with pre-season. So there's a lot of like 10 minute highlight videos of training sessions. Yep. Um, and yeah, I think some of the names that I've, I've spoken about with you guys for quite a while now, like Harvey Elliott's in there. Um, James Billy, Milner. Billy, <laughs> Billy, um, French, like 18 year old center back that looks very sharp. He's a big fella to his, Bigger than Van Dyke. Um, yep. That'll be interesting to see what he does. But yeah, apart from that, we've just got those like English and Welsh kids that have been in our squad for quite a while. That Deadwood that you're talking about, but they're starting to look pretty good. Yep. Um, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully it materializes and some of them get to stay and be fringe players this season. Yeah. I'll be I'll be upset if after the last season Harvey Elliott isn't a backup winger for our starting 11 though you would be 
yeah, because yeah. that's a bit of a no-brainer. Like, I think he just turned 18 for memory and he just controlled the championship in every way last season. I think he had, like, something crazy, like 18 goal contributions or something. So, yeah. What, what are your thoughts on Oxlade-Chamberlain in, uh, in the false nine, Dylan? I'm a fan, mate. He's... As, and I'm, oh, actually, no, he, he never really reached his potential at Arsenal. But I was going to say, as Matt could possibly agree to, he can smack a ball when he gets a hold of it. He can. Yes. And when he, he, when, ball. when he drops his shoulder and unleashes, he's got a really good shot. And he's fast. He's a good dribbler. So it's a good, I don't know if they're doing it for this reason, but he's a very good cheap alternative to buying a player. He doesn't really. He never really showed me when he was at Arsenal what his like favoured position was. He always yeah. said it was midfield because that's why he left because he wasn't getting the assurances of playing there. But yeah. I still don't really think he is a, a centre midfielder. You never know. No, because he can drop. But but even still, I think he could probably play a false nine quite well. But yeah. When I see some footage, I'll be, hopefully, I'll be happy with what I see. But I don't, I don't think we um, should sleep on Liverpool this season. I think they're up there. We Obviously, Van Dyke back, just thinking about it. Um, I think you guys will definitely be in the, in the race, no doubt. I think they're up there for probably, or not, probably the strongest back line. If you look at all this, the height size. Canate's Canate is looking really comfortable as well, which is good. Mm, I think they're all looking like a bunch of bricks. Um, to me, it's thing who who we, our sort of centre backs though, because it's a pretty hot spot. We've got Van Dyke, Matip, Joe Gomez, and Canate now, who are all mm. starting spot. Would you like to see him in the back three with nah, Robbo and Trent up and down? Back five, if anything. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. Three centre backs. Yeah, I think. For I me, think that... Liverpool need to change to that if they want to challenge. To be honest with you, do or don't. I think they do. I think they I... should change to a three-four-three. Three. I don't think they need to with Van Dyke. In my opinion, yeah, I if nah. they if they do do that, and they do. do what happened last year, where they picked up a fair few injuries. It, is, are they going to go back to square one of where they were last season? Only one way. It's going to happen if they pick up injuries either way. If that makes sense. Like if they go to, say, the back four where there's only two centre-backs, they've got, they've got some cover. But if they go three centre-backs, the wing-backs, and say two at the three centre-backs get injured within the space of two or three weeks or whatever, I scenario... Do you think Klopp would go against his, it's not really his way, or oh, it is his way, do you know what I mean? I don't see him, he's built from like the way Liverpool play from the ground up. There's no way he's just going to go, okay, I'm changing now. Yeah. You've got to remember the way they played last season. I know Van Dijk was injured, but I just feel like the amount of time, like I think their main issue for a while there in that run was not scoring goals. But I feel like giving less, even less defensive, uh, what's the word? Contribution to Robertson and Trent. A I big like... one of our one of our main issues, apart from Van Dyke, the fact that 
And even though he did well in the position, Fabinho wasn't able to control the midfield. Okay. Uh, and that, in turn, didn't allow other players to fulfil other roles. But there's no denying that our firepower was fucking awful last season. Um, but still almost got a almost got a golden boot, which is interesting. Um, but yeah. Stat pad seller. Yeah. Same as stat pad Fernandez. Oh. Alright, so no, moving no on. Words, from... Alex, really? Wow. Cool. <laughs> 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 Alright, so moving on from preseason, obviously there's still a fair few games and teams to be involved. We'll start looking at transfers. Now, before we start looking at our teams and what we need and what we can see, I've created a list of players here that their names have been thrown around like recently in the last three or four weeks about making moves. And all I want is a, a rating out of 10 based upon how you think, how confident you think that this move will happen. How likely? Example, how likely you think. So 10 out of 10 is like, it's almost done. It's definitely going to happen. One out of 10, obviously, you're dreaming sort of thing. We've got we our sources. We've got our sources. Okay. Now, obviously, some players are linked to multiple clubs, so you have to justify which club you want. So I'm going to start with Varane to United. Alex, what do you think the odds are of Varane actually moving to United out of 10? Apparently, there's a 50 million um, offer on the table. More bread. I'll go a solid eight, but bit sceptical. As long as when I see him holding a jersey, that's when you know because bloody transfers these days, anything can happen. Yeah. Like you look at Daniel James when he was at Leeds holding the jersey, mid medical somehow ended up at United. So anything can happen, but I, I, I'm confident it'll happen. So I'm going to go eight. Yeah, I think I think that one's quite likely. Obviously, there isn't many other yeah. teams after him. He's the things I've read on Twitter. Obviously, not all are reliable, but have said that mm. he doesn't want to even get back to um, Real. He wants to go straight to United after his holiday. Um, wasn't um, the chairman trying to still convince him or something to stay? I think they were, but I think he's only got one year left on his deal. And this ties in with that whole thing with the comparing the prices to players. Like, he's yeah. he's obviously a worth well more, well, worth more than 50 million easily. But obviously, because they're scared if they keep him, he goes for free. You could see him going for forty million, say. But I think I honestly think this will happen. It sort of came out of nowhere, like it was. Did United really need? Obviously, you need yeah. more players to compete. Yeah. But yeah. that position, when you have Lindelof week in week out, I think you need Iran. Put it that way. Yeah, 100%. yeah, you guys are yeah, great. for sure. Lindelof did last year. Did they need? I still a, think he's what really they need more a centre back or a defensive midfielder. Right. I think both. Yeah, we've got to go for both. Like, Lindelof was... You, you had to pick one. A DM. Yeah. It depends if I Pogba stays, in my opinion. Like, because if Pogba, Pogba stays and probably a, a, a DM, then yes. But, I don't know. For right now, how the squad's looking and if Pogba leaves, I don't know. I think a centre-back probably a bit better. While we're on United, another one I saw that was linked, watch these transfer shows on YouTube and Twitter and stuff, was Trippier. Apparently, he, his mm-hmm. agent said he wants to come back to the UK. United would like him. Um, obviously, you've got Juan Basaka there who played quite well last year, so I'm not sure how that would work. But um, he's the um, United's the only club that I've seen him linked to. What do you think about that one? Have you heard much about that? Or do you think this one's more of just a made-up story in the media? That could almost become a 3-4-3 three, three as well. 
Yeah, good. Yeah, leaving, yeah. leaving Lindelof in there with Varane and Maguire. It could, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see it. Wow. Mm. Or, or Wambisaka, yeah, Wambisaka centre back. Wambisaka at right centre back would be lit. I'll tell you what, I was about, yeah, Bryson just said it. I'd like to see Big Aaron Wambisaka at centre back. I reckon he'll do a good job. Because he, he, can, he can make those last man tackles. He, he's good, he's solid, he plays the game well. But I'd be on that. If United were to go to a 3 4 3, mainly Jake and Alex, because you guys obviously watch him the most, would Bruno play. Um, in the two behind the striker, or would he play in a, in the midfield two? He would play, but I'd say I'd picture him behind striker for sure, just because he's got the fly power and stuff. And he's when he's up there, you know, he's fast as well. And I think it'd be a waste having him a bit deeper. So who misses out? It's a good question because you've got Rashford, Sancho, yeah. Um, Cavani, Cavani still, Cavani. Martial, man, Martial, Martial for me would be definitely on the bench this season. Yeah. Um, Martial is still a United player at the end of uh, the end of the window. I'll be surprised. Yeah, it's, yeah. I haven't really well, nothing's really come out about anyone trying to sign him. So, I guess we'll see. But there's Greenwood as well, who I, I personally would like to see play more often. Um, I know we have Cavani, but having Greenwood as striker as well would be helpful. But then is Cavani going to want to sit on the bench as a second second player behind a teenager? So it's tricky. Yeah. Good problem. Right. We'll go on to Chelsea because obviously you've only really got one link. I would Such say. <laughs> um, obviously, Erling Haaland, boys, what are your opinions on that? What are your honest opinions out of 10 based off what you see on how you think this could unfold? I'll, I'll let you go first, Brad. All right, well, from my, from my personal opinion, if I were believe what reports are saying, I think it's a matter of slapping 175 mil on the table and letting Dortmund give a Dortmund a couple of days and think, all right, what's going on? Are you going to accept it or reject it? Figure out what they're, what they're sort of, well, what they're going to say and then, and then go from there. But, I think I feel like we're just sort of dawdling around and trying to get a better deal, but I think it's just a matter of just putting the money down because I think it's an investment worth it if we can gain for that. But there, it's that's where it's hard because I think there's reports they're very conflicting saying that they're not going to sell no matter what. So if that's the case, then it's just time to move on. But if the reports about the 175 mil are true, which I think they are, because you can't give up 100 million for one season. I don't care what player you are. Surely, if you're Dortmund, you're accepting 175 mil. I agree. But, I agree with that. Um, Knowing them as a selling club, that, yeah, they are. And that on the table, then that's that's happening. If the amount of times the Dortmund hierarchy have come out into the into the public eye and the media talking about their players, saying how they're not, you know, I mean, they're not going to not going to leave, and then you slap the money on the table and then they buy it straight away. You know what I mean? But I don't yeah. know. What is your plan B if it is true it comes out, it's being confirmed, you're not going for him, they don't want to sell? Who's your plan I think B? Bryson you- probably agrees with me here. I reckon we've got, personally, I have a plan A, B, and C. See if Bryson agrees <laughs> with me. So plan A is Haaland, obviously. Plan B is chuck $100 million at Lukaku. I know he said that he's not, they're not leaving, but once again, put the money on the table and see what they say. And if that doesn't go, Danny Ings. Short-term fix. 100%. Yep. Danny yep. Ings, yes. 
I don't know, Bryson. Bryson, what do you feel about that? What do you think? I, I think I agree with A and B. I think C would be very um, weird to say, unlike Chelsea, considering we signed Higuain, Falcao. Um, <laughs> Maratta. Maratta, fuck. Anyway, um, no, I just feel like I, I, the Ings one out of those three is the most unlikely to happen for me. I feel like we're a more of a chance if we paid the money, more of a chance of getting Haaland and Lukaku than getting Ings, which sounds why, odd, but... Why did neither of you mention Harry Kane? I was just about to say... <laughs> he doesn't... I was really interrupted by down rivalry, in my I don't think he goes. I, I don't think... think I don't think won't rivalry go, matters. I don't think... He won't go to matters. another show, a London club. No, why? I think... I don't why? think he does. He supported Arsenal when he grew up and he played all his career at Tottenham. Why? 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 He won't. He money won't. talks, though, doesn't it? Money talks. If City don't get City City that money, City. if City don't, if City don't well, for some reason, like they go for Holland instead, or for some reason City don't pay the money, they go for Grealish or whatever. I have no reason to believe why we shouldn't go for Harry Kane. Has there been enough like with Harry Kane? You saw with I'll go to use Van Persie as an example because I'm like know more about that. Obviously, he's an Arsenal player, but you you knew with him, he got sick and tired of not competing for leagues, this and that. He almost forced a move, so he had to sell. Wenger didn't want to. He had to sell. He sold to a rival. Do you think Kane would put that kind of pressure on Tottenham if a club like Chelsea came in for him? Now, I think if City come in for him with $100 I think they can almost look at each other and go, you know what? You've done everything for this club. You deserve to go to that. If Chelsea come in with that offer, I think he almost looks at the team and goes, you know what? I'm happy to stay. Why? Does that What's make your sense? Reasoning because, behind that? Because I, I haven't seen enough to show that he's forcing his move out. Like I've, I can see that he wants to go. I can see that City are interested, and that's where he would want to go. But yeah, I, I, I haven't seen any him. concrete links to Chelsea. I know, so, neither have I. But I'm just saying I haven't seen anything to prove that he will leave no matter what. He'll go to any Champions League club in the Premier League. Does that make sense? I get what you're saying, but all, what I've seen, what I'm gathering from it, is he wants to leave to win things. Yeah, I think what so Bryce I don't is think I don't think he's going to be like. I'll, I'll, I want to leave to win things, but I'll only leave to City. You've got to remember too. Like I was talking to Chris, I think it was Chris. It was I got another mate that goes to Spurs as well, saying that it might not have been Chris actually. He was saying that um, like if Kane goes to City and win, you can almost still support Kane as a Tottenham fan because Tottenham aren't on the level of City at the moment. It's not like. Yeah. Same as Arsenal went on the level of City at the moment. It's not like they're competing for the league and Kane's hat-trick cost them the league when he was at City. They're not. So you can still support Kane and like Kane as a Tottenham player if he goes to City. If but he goes on to Chelsea. But City, City, City. City have won a Champions League. Well, no, but City, 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 City aren't on our le- I mean, Spurs and on Chelsea. also aren't on our le- I know that. But I'm just saying that if he goes to Chelsea, he almost burns bridges with the Tottenham fans. If that makes if sense. He, if he wants to leave to win shit, I think that will outweigh. Yeah, like I hundred percent. I, 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 mean, I just think that if we rocked up and paid the money, and there was an offer there that Levi had is it Levi or Levi, whatever, Le- yeah, had, had accepted, he would go. Yeah, no, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't be like, oh, Spurs. You know, it's if, if, he's add- to, if he's willing to go to City, he's willing to go to Chelsea. And I hundred percent agree with that. I'm just saying I haven't seen anywhere yet to prove to myself that. He is that desperate to go that he would go to a direct rival. Does that make sense? I, think, I, actually, I get what you're saying. I actually think he would most likely stay there if they signed a player or two that made them better contenders. 
I don't think so. I think I that that's, think that's I think that that's no, I agree. That ship has sailed with that sort of thing. I don't think, and we're not either. I'm not saying Arsenal are either. This isn't a bias thing towards Spurs. I don't think they're they're winning anything next year, even no matter who they buy. Agreed. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not gonna, like if City come in or Chelsea come in, he'd be ridiculous not to go for it because they're the two most likely, obviously based off last season, to win something next year. When it comes me, to me. Sorry, Alan. Okay, no, when it just adding on to what Bryson was saying, it's important to sort of note that when it comes to finances at this point in time, obviously with United buying Sancho, there is no other two clubs in the world that can get Kane other than City and Chelsea at this point. And I yep. think if for some reason City pull out, which I'm not saying they will or whatever, but if they were to pull out and Kane knew about it and Chelsea went in hard with a good offer, yep. I could see him coming. But that that's not saying he will. I just said I can see yeah. Fall into place, which is very hard. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if things do fall into place, it's not impossible. Yeah, I agree. Remember a couple of years ago, when it was the uh, it was Lukaku and Morata between United and Chelsea, and it was like Morata Mar- Mar- even dyed his fucking hair. Yeah, he dyed his hair. Yeah, he was going to United, and then last minute they just completely swapped. You could could see a similar thing with Haaland and Kane yeah. if yeah. both clubs are ready to pay. Something goes wrong. Interesting. You, you never know. I'll end it on this for you with that with that topic. Kane, a hundred million deal. Harland, a hundred seventy five million deal. Harland. Thinking Harland. that that seventy five million could be used elsewhere. It's a hard one though, because Kane, Kane, right? Kane is unbelievable though. Like Harland is unbelievable as well, but Kane's yep. doing it in the prem. Yep. So give us Harland's, an answer. Harland's doing it in the Champions League. He is. 100 million or 175 million, knowing that you could have that extra coin left over to buy I someone. knew that Rayola wasn't trying to move his, at, move it, his client around every three, four years. And I knew Harlan would be at our club for 10 years, ha- Harlan with, with a heartbeat. But I don't know. You just don't know. So I don't know. It's hard. So one. Kane Actually, or Harlan? We're waiting for an answer. We're all about putting you on the spot in this podcast. I've, I've very confidently said Harlan. I'm going to do a, the biggest 180 ever seen. Yep. I think I'd choose Kane. Kane's 27. I think I'd go with Kane as well for the price. And he's still like hitting his peak. Yeah, he's still got five, six years in him. He'll still yeah. be mid-30s and getting 25 goals a season. Oh, in a yeah, good I team. think I'd go Kane. A bit like Lewandowski. I'll yeah. take Harlan. Kane will score goals. He just right. will. Harlan's like he will, but he might not. Kane just will. Tying into the like, to get more goals like, than Harlan last season. Like the goals that Kane scored in the Euros. What? Say again, Alex. Sorry. Say that again. Like just like all the goals Kane scored in the Euros. Yeah, you got four. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Radio silence. <laughs> so moving on, Alex. I don't understand. So we can get I, I would I would rather Harlan, right? How old is he? Not 20? 21? 20, he's 20, 20. He's 20. That's he's 20, right? Yeah, exactly. He's 20. He's, he's scored. You see what he's doing in the Bundesliga. Now, Brad's going to probably bring up Timo Werner. Don't, don't write out, you know, the Farmers League. Wait and see what happens if he comes into a real league. I think for me, I'd prefer Harlan. I think Harlan would, would suit the Prem a lot better. He's a, he's a different type of player to Werner. So you can't really compare him in those aspects where I think Harlan's a lot more physical, more direct. Are you comparing uh, Harlan and Kane or Harlan and Timo? 
Well, because Brad's going to Brad probably going to team over and how it's such a farmer's league and you have to but do it the, thing is, the thing is, Alex, I agree Whereas, with you, actually. I agree. I agree. But the thing I, I think it's important as well is you that I, you're saying the physicality is different with team on that, and I agree. But what about the culture and the, the transition for a young person? You know that Kane fit right in his whole career. I think I think I think Highland will fit right in. I think if you look at his Instagram, the way he carries on and what he does and what he wears and how he, like you see him take that penalty at training where he just smacked it and he re- retook it again, smacked and just smacked it and carried on a little bit afterwards. He uses That's confidence. Kind of just that, yeah, he uses his confidence so well, and because he's such a young lad, he'll just pick up on all the. And he, he's got very good English. His dad, his dad played for. City, like so. I'm sure he was probably what? How old? He would have been a young boy, so he would have been. He would be have some sort of yeah, was what's the word like? He would have been used to like the English culture to some aspect. Yeah, I yeah he's going to adapt. Although he's coming from a similar path, what um, Werner did, you can see him adapting better because of. So yeah, certain things are different. Yeah, I get that too. Talking about I think, City, I think I think you'll get your money out of him as well. Well, you'd hope so for that much. But oh, I, think I, so well. I think he would. I think he'd come straight to the league. But, and sorry, to wrap up from my point of view, let me just put it out. If we figure out, if we don't end up signing him and then it comes out that they would have accepted 175 and we didn't do it, I'll be extremely disappointed. I will be fuming. Because he's oh, the difference oh, between a title and not a title yeah, in my opinion, with our squad. Yeah, yeah. would be. All right, well, we're on the whole... Oh, here you go. Oh, just last thing, right? If no matter who signed for who, if Harland and Kane went to either City or Chelsea, they both went. Who wins the league? Well, that, I'm going to tie it into this next question. Leave that open, Grealish. Okay. Do you think Ooh. City are able to get both? How confident do you think they'll get both? Or do you think Grealish is more likely than Kane? I've seen more links for Grealish. Apparently, Grealish has personal terms agreed already. And they're just sorting out a transfer. I sound like one of those ITKs. I don't know, obviously have sources. <laughs> I'm just reading all the stuff I see on Twitter. But well, was it? Didn't I just saw something on Sky an hour ago that Grealish is reconsidering his move to City. Yeah, and re-signing. And, and he's going to re-sign a huge new deal with... With Vare, yeah. Why? So it could the be fuck? off the table. I don't, Why yeah. the fuck would you do that? I think, I think Grealish is rushing into a move a uh, season too early. I think you should stick out another season of Villa. Or, or stay at Villa because he had a, he had a really good season last year and he's diving into something really quick. Like he's a fantastic mm-hmm. player. Don't get me wrong. Has but he not? Has he not been linked another, to a big move another, the last three seasons? Isn't he twenty five? I don't know how old is he. Twenty five, twenty six. He's like twenty five, twenty six. He's ready. He's, yeah, I think. Prime. I think. I think he's, yeah, nah, prime. Prime's a little bit later. He's still got so much to learn, and he'll obviously learn loads under Guardiola, having De Bruyne. In, with him and whoever, you run that risk. You run that one more season at Villa. I think one more season at Villa. You run that risk. Villa has a stinker. No, he won't. He won't have a stinker. But that's where you got. You run that risk of if you you don't even have to drop a stinker. You can drop a tiny bit worse than what you have, and all of a sudden, City's Plan B has an amazing season, and they're like, you know what? I can get this bloke for half the price. I'm gonna go get him. Well, from Aston Villa's perspective. Man City drops their valuation of Grealish and they and lose out on a, a bunch of millions. So that's a huge thing as well. And, and Villa have recruited well already without the Grealish money. 
So if they were to sell 100 million worth, they're already a top 10 team, in my opinion. They showed that last year. They've made some good signings, Buendia, et cetera. I think if they sold him and recruited well with three or four really good players, they could cement top half, top eight football for a long time. You don't agree, Alex? Yeah, I agree. You agree? Yeah, yeah no, I, I just agree. think that that's what gets to that stage. You just don't know, like, if he drops a stinker next season or he doesn't play as well. No, the, you know, yeah. the only thing I don't want to see from him, right, because I like Jack Rivers so much, I don't want to see a Falcao situation to United. I don't want to see a, a Morata situation to Chelsea. You know what I mean? One of yeah. those ones. Yeah. That's the only thing I don't want to see. That's why I feel one more season. That way he's, he's done the double. He's backed himself up. He's like, look at me. I'm worth this much. I can do it. Yep. So that's that's just me. Whereas I feel like he's rushing into it. Not saying that Falcao Morata rushed into it. Morata probably did, but Falcao's coming towards the end of it anyway. So yeah. All right. Our next one, interesting one because obviously this is open. He's open to a few different teams. Locatelli. Let's think of Juventus first. Obviously, we've read today that Arsenal have offered what's the swallow want. However, he would prefer to go to Juventus, but the offer they've offered they've put on the table is a loan with an obligation to buy, which is like 10, 15 million less than what we've offered. What are our thoughts based off what we've seen so far, where you think he may end up? Will he stay? Will he go to Arsenal? Will he go to Juventus? What do we think? I think the longer it drags on, um, the more chance Arsenal have of getting him. But at this point in time, you'd put, you'd put your money on Juve um, getting him, but, you don't know if Juve just can't afford it and pull out and Arsenal's the only option and he sort of thinks to himself, well, look, if that's the only option, then I think it could happen. But I guess... I just... Although, yes, it's come out he wants to go to Juventus, there is no way in the world Arsenal of all clubs, who apparently are strapped for cash every year, would not throw $40 million at a player that does not have some idea of wanting to come to the club. Yes, his preference is Juventus, but there's no way that he has said... I'm definitely not going to Arsenal. Why would we just go and throw money at a team if there's no chance he wants to come? And you've got to remember too, it's not random sources making this up that maybe Sassuolo like, oh, Arsenal have bitted this and they've totally lied about it to get Juventus to bump their price up. Fabrizio, who's obviously the most reliable out there, has said the bid is on the table from us. And I just can't imagine that we would be throwing that sort of cash around when we never spend anything on a player that doesn't want to be there. He'd have to have some sort of desire to come as well, although it's not his first choice. Does that make sense? That's my opinion yeah. of it. There's a few things on Twitter about there's a Damasio article saying how um, from his camp, he's prepared to wait out at Sassuolo for another season to, st- to go to Juve next summer if they can't afford him. But, but that's, yeah. and that's, that's totally fine if that's the case. I'm not going to be up in arms. If that's what he wants, I'd prefer him to stay than come to us and want to leave or not want to be there, 100%. There's plenty of other options out there, but this is where we need to. This is where we always have our downfall. We always have put all our eggs in one basket. We decide to go after them for a month and a half. All of a sudden on deadline day, oh, we can't afford him. He wants to go somewhere else, and then we're totally screwed and we end up not with anyone. You need to spread your eggs out. You need to have a range of different options. Mm. But yeah. All right. I'm going to go one more link to Arsenal. I'm going to go James Maddinson. What are our thoughts on this? Oh, I know me and you, Matthew, had a little bit of a chat about this in the chat yep. the other day. I think that um, 
He's, got, he's obviously a good player, but I just I think he's slightly overrated. Not yeah. in the price sense, just in the actual like what he actually like brings to the table. Yeah. Like he's obviously like he's playing in a he's playing in a good lesser side, but I just I feel like there are other players in that lesser side that obviously outshine him. Yeah. And I just feel like I think what's the price? Like sixty million? 50, 60? Uh, like, once again, there hasn't been, like, Fabrizio hasn't come out concrete, and said, oh, yeah, so, yeah, no concrete yeah. off. Um, but obviously, everything I've seen is they obviously were around 60 million for him. But is that almost work in our favour that oh, yeah, I was gonna say that. he That's isn't as much of their main linchpin of the team? Whereas now they've got Tealy Menzi or Harvey Barnes, who was probably the best player last year. Is it almost like, mean, oh. Do yeah. you mean in the price sense? No, in sense of like them willing to let it, let him go for a price, right, like yeah, for okay, a price yeah. that we can afford, and um, because obviously with us, you never know that what we can offer and what we can't. Like it's just always up in the air; it changes every year. Oh, I, actually, but, I was thinking, I was thinking about like, is he is he that much better than Smithrow? I I really like Smithrow and the way he's come on. Like he's ever since he played that game like, against Chelsea last year. Like he just stepped into a team that literally didn't win in two months or something and just don't like not dominated, but like he took, like he was, he took he was the, the best part of the pitch, back. wasn't he? Yeah. He took over and just like, he just put everyone on his back and took them. But I think if we have to really, it doesn't matter how good he is, how good Saka is. We should not be at a club like Arsenal relying on 18 year olds, 19 year olds to be trying to get us back into Europe. Do you know what I mean? They should be there. Like these are the slight. If we want any chance of getting back in, like look at the, like the teams, United are making moves. City, you know, are going to make moves. Chelsea, obviously, highly linked. But you've already got a really good squad. Um, Liverpool's already got a good squad, and I'm sure they're going to make moves. They're sort of under the radar a bit at the moment. We need to beat one of them to get into the top four. And like with the squad we've got at the moment, we aren't getting in the top seven or eight. So, I I, know, I agree with that. I think I think you're right. You can't rely on that those young players. But like my counter point to that is is James Madison the one to get you back to Europe I think like is, he, is he the one to come in and elevate you that much that you so as well as everything else can get back into Europe it's I just a diff- feel like there's better players that you could you could get it's a different one being Buendia it's I a different Buendia would have been sorry I don't mean to get kept back no 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 go, go, go. that's fine I, well, I just I think like like not paying the money for Buendia and then paying reportedly $60 million for James Madison. Well, the whole the, the money doesn't bother me because obviously we never spend anything. But like yourselves, you know, you spend 200 million, who cares? Like people say yeah. shit, but it doesn't mean anything. But it's not, Madison's not a Haaland signing where we, we need one superstar to elevate us to win the league. Yeah. Madison's just a piece of the puzzle that we need. We need another creative, we need a creative midfielder, which would be him. You've also got Emil Smith Rowe. I don't want to rely just on him. You also need the centre-back, which looks like we've got Ben White. We need a full-back because Bellerin's going. We need that Jaka replacement, which I hope is Locatelli. But then you've also got Basuma and Oar. But then at the same time, is more attacking. There's a whole range of things. He's just a piece of the puzzle. I think we need... We genuinely need five first-team signings to be any chance of making the top four. And that's not yeah, overreacting. Where does this money come from, by the way? Well, like, well that's crazy. You never know this sort of stuff, but you got to remember this. The only reason I believe this year any different to any others is we're actually losing first-team players rather than needing to improve on top of... So the last few years, you've got your, your set squad 
and we were crying out for players to take their positions because they're rubbish. But this year, those players are leaving. Jaka's leaing Bellerin's leaving. Um, Gwenduzi's gone out again. Torreira's leaving. Willian hopefully is leaving. These are all players that play in our squad. So we need to actually invest to put a squad on the field. Um, I read things like Arsenal podcasts and all that sort of stuff that we had, I don't know, 100 million to spend before player sales. And then apparently we took out a 150 million pound loan from Barclays like the, and also the bank that Cronky runs or whatever that he gets his finances through. So there's 200 million, which sounds so unrealistic for us. But then I listen to people on Twitter and on YouTube on their podcasts and stuff too, who are quite credible sources saying like people call up on their shows and they're like, Oh, here we go again with Arsenal doing anything. And, and they literally stop them and say, look, promise you, you guys will be signing five or six players this summer at least. And I hear that and I'm like, Oh, that gets my hopes up. But then I get my hopes up every year. So yes. Sorry, speak, I forgot to mention, speaking of uh, James Madison, Matters, shout out to Matters. He's an actual uh, listener of ours. He liked one he of is, our- <laughs> He is. Um, so if you're... If you, mate, don't I, go I didn't mean to I didn't mean to talk shit. You're not overrated. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Please come on. <laughs> if you are listening, like I said on our chat, I would do despicable things to have you at number 10 at Arsenal. Despicable. You name it and I'll do it. <laughs> sorry, this is funny. Just quick, quick, funny... Um, Funny little tweet I saw on Twitter that I just got up. So some uh, <laughs> a Barcelona fan has put a photo up of Ben White and it says 50 million pounds. And then they put up, I don't know who it is. It's a Barcelona defender. He must be a youth player. I saw I this. I saw this. Yeah. Is it Arulo? Arulio? Maybe. And it says 4.5 million pounds. And then I don't, I don't know if you know him, Patrick Timmons on Twitter. Yeah. The Ozil, the Ozil fan. Shout out Patrick Timmons. He's a good guy. He goes, you spent £121 million on Felipe Coutinho and his best performance since leaving Liverpool came from Bayern Munich against Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, <mercy. laughs> that, Going back to it, it's like, obviously, it's if I had to put a rating on it, it's obviously like a 2 or 3 out of 10 at the moment because there's no, there's no contract. There's no, sorry, not contract. There's no concrete links to it. It's just those random ones. But... The things that I remember when we have signed bigger players is it always starts off with these really random reports and then one big reliable source will drop it. So you just have to wait for that. But like I said, we need at least five, five first team players to be at a chance of getting back into Europe. So the issue is that they need time to gel as well. That's it. It's a massive, like this should have been when Wenger left, we should have got in, even with Wenger, we should have been starting to rebuild once we dropped out that first year. We should have been, you know, all right, let's take three years to rebuild. If we don't make a Europe for three years, bad luck, we'll build for the future. It's already been, what, four years since Wenger left and we're worse. If we took, that, out blood. If we took that time to rebuild properly, we could be in the position of Liverpool or Chelsea at the moment. We could be. You never know. But we never took it and we've ended up worse. So... Sooner or later, we're going to have to realise we just have to. You can't not spend money and buy players, and yeah, it's and not, I don't want to and, open up another can of worms. But yes, if hypothetically, if Arsenal do end up say spending about one fifty, two hundred yep. million pounds on five new players, yeah, end up coming sixth, seventh. Don't make Europe. Don't make Europe League or anything. Is it Arteta out? I wouldn't want him out, but. The, the excuse that I always say that he hasn't been able to put the players in that he wants, yeah, that's gone. I don't have a cover for him anymore if that's the case. If he gets a free run at these players, and like 
a lot of these players we're linked with, there's no other, like Maddinson, like no one else is going to get him. He's either going to stay or come. Locatelli, obviously, you've got Basuma, stuff like that. All these players that he, he apparently wants, we have a free run at if we want to spend the money. So they're obviously players he wants. They're his first choice. So if he gets them in the team and, and they play worse and we don't improve, then, yeah, there's huge pressure on him, I think. Although I don't want him gone because I like him. And I think eventually he will be able to do something with our team. But I wouldn't have any more excuses for it if he was to struggle with that, if that makes sense. Are you saying you have excuses now? No, well, my excuse now is that he doesn't have the players he wants. But if this window changes that, then I don't have a cover for him, if that makes sense. Like, I don't have anything to back up my argument. Didn't he want William? I thought he wanted wanted William. Didn't you tell him he'd win the Champions League? (laughs) Well, what are you going to say to him? (laughs) Come time for us, we're not going to win anything. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't lie to him. Fuck. Well, he was dumb enough to take it, so who's the idiot? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my thing. Like I said, we need at least five or six. But matters if you are listening, I'll do despicable things. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on from that. Sorry, I think I had a bit of a rant there. Um, another one that we're going to talk about is, I want to talk about Hosomoa in the respect of Tottenham wanting him. The same person that I listened on YouTube about the Maddinson thing, he was saying that from what he's heard is that Tottenham were seriously interested and then all of a sudden Liverpool and United dropped a bit of interest and they almost ran off with their tail between their legs. That was their, his actual, like the actual description he said. He goes, as soon as a big club comes in for players, he goes, yeah, we have no chance. That's what he said, so, which kind of sums them up. But I'm not sure what's going to happen with him. He's been linked with the big move for two or three years and he stayed. How was, does anyone know how he went at Leon? Because I know the season before last, yep. when he um, was heavily linked to Arsenal, he was unreal season. unbelievable. Yeah. But the season just gone, do we know? Or I'm, I'm not sure if I'm honest. I haven't sort of... I'm pretty sure he had a solid season. Leon had a decent season all around, so surely he played a part in it. I'm not really sure either. I haven't watched much. Yeah, right. But I think he's a good player. He's definitely a good player. So if someone picks him up, I think if anyone does pick him up, it'll be Arsenal or Spurs. But Hasn't he, he been he linked with one. Arsenal for a while? Yeah. Well, he, was, he was highly linked last year. And then it, it was like really reliable people saying, oh, yeah, he's almost done this and that. And then all of a sudden it just fell through the cracks. It just apparently there was a um, dispute over agent fees. And oh, God. I, don't know what, I don't know what's true. What's I thought you chose Partey over him. Well, that's what that's what well, I read that we oh I was done and then the reason we pulled out of that I mean the reason we got Partey is because that fell through but then I saw people saying like they were both available and yeah, right. apparently this year his price is like half of what it was last year because he's and I think he's coming towards the last eighteen months of his contract mm. but like that's another thing I'll go back on sort of quickly and people are probably sick of me reading about Arsenal but like. Those sort of deals, yeah, say we sign Locatelli because that's your first option and you get Maddinson, there's your key midfield there. If a player like OR is available for $20 million and he wants to come to your club, you get him. You go for yeah, it. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if you can't mm-hmm. assure him you sign two people in the same position. Look at, your, like, look at Chelsea with the depth they've got in their wings and their midfield and stuff. Like, and you still want Declan Rice on top of that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's, you can't just have one or two players. You need... You need squad depth. You need options. Twenty million is fucking nothing. If that's true, like like I said, we don't. I don't have sources. I'm just yeah. reading off Twitter. But they are those things like, oh, 
we went and got, say, Locatelli, so we don't need him now. I'm like, he's available for 20 million. Like, that is nothing. Yeah. He's like 24, 25 too. So, like, yeah, 100%. But yeah. Well, if you don't get Madison as well, like, a while, yeah. you do just as good a job as 100%. Madison. We don't have, we don't have the, like, like, we can't just sit there and be um, picky over him. Like, anyone would improve this squad at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, we're, our two best players. Three of Awa, Partey, and uh, Locatelli. Yeah, or that Madison, Partey, and Locatelli. Yeah. Like, that's on paper, that's, that's unreal. And then you've got your depth yeah. of, you've then got um, Willick. Hopefully, he stays on going loan again. And you've got Smith Rowe that can play on the wing or fill in there. You can't rely on 19, 18 year olds. Like, like, you know what I mean? But we'll see what happens. Hopefully the next podcast we talk about, I'll be really smug and we've signed all three. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's pretty much it without a bigger transfer. Is there any other transfers you guys have heard? Um, oh, I've, got a little list. On? Oh, I've got a little list here, mate. We'll just, let me just do a quick scroll. So I'm on an, I use an app called one football and it has, Right. Are you looking for a sponsorship? Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah so Have we heard back from sports? Have we heard back from sports bet? Nah. They gave me a fifty dollars bonus bet today. So did you use it? I was, I was, I believe Brooks try off six hundred bucks. Anyway, wrong. <laughs> um. So anyway, this has a segment. Not segment has a area called transfers, obviously. And obviously, if you go my teams, mine's just all United. He goes top. top. So that's all that system. So red is a rumor. Then it has orange. It's like there's talks. It could happen. Then green. It's like done confirmed. And also has the price underneath. So I'm scrolling through here. Let's see what we've got in the Premier League, shall we? A lot of it is rubbish. Like Jesse Lingard to Atletico Madrid. That's on a red. So I have not seen a rumor for that. But I don't know if what you boys have heard. Help me out. Uh, Oliver Giroud is done, obviously. Erdegaard to Arsenal. That was a day ago. Matt, a few thoughts. See, that's that. that I, when he came last year, I really liked him. But if we're going to settle for him just because he's fifteen million pounds less than Madison, I'd be actually gutted. Mm. Like, mm. we just need someone to lift. Like, he's a great mm. player, but like, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Um, two days ago again, we've got uh, Gabriel G- Jesus. Going to Juventus. Can you yeah. see that happening? Mm. What about Barcelona swapping Griezmann for Seoul? Yeah, oh, that's... what about that one? <laughs> yeah, Where, but like, they need money. So where's the logic in swapping? Is Seoul going to be on much less than Griezmann? Like, oh, yeah. wage wise? Must be, must be cut oh, wages. Yeah. They're, like, they're real. Barcelona wanted money. Barcelona are fucked. They wanted money. Um, uh, as well as for Griezmann. I've heard that Griezmann is on like 150,000 euros a week. Jesus Christ. Wow. Do you say 150,000? 750. Oh, yeah, 750. I was 750. Gonna... Yeah, so you said 150,000. No, he's on more than that. Yeah, Goodness me. That's a joke. Yeah. Barcel, uh, Barcel, Barcel will struggle. Oh, I mean, they're still at Messi, Messi but. They might struggle the to get as well. in the Liga. They're, they're in big trouble. The Pai and Aguero. If they, like, they essentially save 50 million euros a year. 
It's mental, eh? It's weird because I think um, Braithwaite's had a better better impact than Griezmann has. <laughs> well, speaking of speaking of Braithwaite, he's actually it says here two days ago again. Yeah, there is a bit of a rumor of him to West Ham or Norwich. Norwich. I've heard of the one actually. coming to England. I have actually heard that, I heard a couple of rumors, but I'm not sure. Was he already in England? Or am yeah, I? Is it Middlesbrough? Yeah. And then he went to some team in France or something. Or some shit. Something like that. I think there's just a lot of hot talk around players like that because they performed at the Euros. People love to talk about them moving, but it's probably all mostly garbage. But Yeah. Uh, boys, just to wrap it up, I'm going to go around our group. You're going to tell me, obviously, very obvious, a lot of you who you want. You can sign one player this summer. Who is it, Brad? Erling Haaland. Bryson? Can I please say two? <laughs> you can say one. <laughs> Just to be different, Declan Rice. Oh, no. We didn't get on that. We'll have to talk about that one next time. I didn't bring that one up because obviously there hasn't been any rumours of it outside of yeah. our opinion. It's so just, we can talk about yeah. that next time. Might have escalated a little bit. Dylan, one signing for Liverpool that you would like? My, Let me go with an unrealistic and a realistic one. Yep. Unrealistic. I asked for two and what the fuck? Can I guess, Dylan? I haven't really had... Dylan hasn't really had an input into this because obviously Liverpool haven't like had rumoured with yeah, many true, people true, as true, of true, yet. True. So we'll give Dylan a go. What were you going to say, Brad? You're going to guess mine. Your, your un, I mean, your realistic signing. Yeah. Renaud Sench. Renaud Sench. I would have said Ruben, Ruben Nevis. Ruben Nevis. Renaud Sench. Is my realistic and Mbappe is my unrealistic. Oh, goodness. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> I locked down. Okay, can, I, can I change mine? Can I change mine? Mine's Ronaldo. <laughs> Yeah, mine's messy. Um, for for me, for me, for me, Varane. I'd like to see Varane. Yep, Jake. Yeah, Rafael Varane for sure. Yeah, who's Varane? Varane. <laughs> Varane. Same, per- same person as Maddinson. No, that's who. That's who mine would be. That'd be mine. That'd get me the most excited and. Which one? Madison yeah. or Manny? Madison. 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 He's done well. Yeah. Yeah, that would be my choice. Anyway, good to speak to you boys. Hope lockdown treats you well and hope we're all out of it soon. Yeah, that Not even nice. minute, mate. I'm sure we'll do a... How long until this uh, season starts now? A month. Less than a month. Just under Less a month. Just under a month. So we'll probably come back with another, obviously in a, a week or two with another transfer episode. Hopefully a lot of these deals have started to go through or there's more rumours that have come through. But Do more prem talk. Yep, and we might preview the season the first few rounds because I know there's a few really good games in the first two or three rounds coming up. But Arsenal-Brentford, how good. Game of the season already. Very nervous about that. We're likely to lose that. That's Tony Hattrick. something we would do. Tell you what, United Tony. lose first game. That's unreal. Yeah, but with anyway, boys, crowd. Let's see. good to speak to you, and we'll be back soon with more content. Talk to you all later. Ciao. See yeah. you guys.